Back courtside, Marion Center, where BYU falls to Gonzaga tonight. Number six, Gonzaga defeats the Cougars 79-65. The Zags win a sixth straight West Coast Conference Championship. That was already assured on Thursday. This means it's outright, though, for another year. The Zags do it again and take a number one seed to Las Vegas. BYU will be the three seed in Las Vegas and take on San Diego next Saturday afternoon. Uh, quick scoring numbers for you. Yoli Childs, 19 points. Elijah Bryant, 16. Just sheer Hardnett, 11. TJ Haas had a rough day in 32 minutes. He scored only six points. Four points for Nixon, four for Celius, three for Dastrup, two for Bergerson gets you to 65. 79 for the Zags on only six players scoring, but they all score in double figures. 16, Williams. 15, Norvell. 14, Perkins. 12s for Hachimura and Melson. 10 for Tilly. Zags out-rebound BYU by 9, 38-29. 18 assists and 9 turnovers for the well-executing Bulldogs. 18 assists on 31 makes. BYU 10 assists, 8 turnovers. 10 assists on 22 makes. BYU shoots 39% field, 30% arc, 68% stripe. The Zags shoot 55, 33, and 82, respectively. Paint Points in the paint. Gonzaga plus 8. Points off of turnovers. Gonzaga plus 8. Second chance points. Gonzaga plus 3. Fast break points. Gonzaga plus 9. Bench points. BYU plus 1. 13-12. Three ties, or rather zero ties. Three lead changes. BYU led for only 54 seconds of this game. Gonzaga led for almost 38 minutes as the Zags win it. 79-65. Go to 27-4. 17-1 in the West Coast Conference. Outright WCC champs, winning by a game over St. Mary's. And BYU falls to 22-9 and 11-7. And, and, and so in the Dave Rose era, this is the first year that BYU's lost as many as seven conference games in a season. They've never lost more than six. That number goes to seven this year. Taking a look now at our New Skin Data Discovery, brought to you by New Skin. Discover the best you. Mark, what have you discovered in tonight's numbers? That's really a game of disparate halves, Greg. BYU played well in the first half, shot 48%, 50% from 3, 6 of 12. And second half, just 7 of 26 from the field for 27%, and 0 of 8 for 0% from 3 in the second half. And, uh, I mean, I, I didn't get the feeling, Greg, that Gonzaga was really overpowering BYU on defense. I think BYU got some shots. You just got to hit the shots against the, a, a team like Gonzaga. They didn't do it, and they lost. I mean, uh, that's unfortunate, but uh, BYU has struggled putting the ball in the hoop. They've been pretty good all year, but lately, especially from three, it has been bad, bad news. I'm sure you've got like the three-point percentage for the last five or six games, Greg, but that is low. It is way low, and that's got to change. Well, BYU falls to a three and four in seven WCC regular season home finales. Some of the four losses, three have come to Gonzaga, the other one to St. Mary's. So BYU sometimes Don't gets a tough, tough draw to end the year. Uh, their three wins have come against teams other than those two. They're three and four now in those uh, season enders at home here in the WCC. And you credit the Zags in every way possible who have now won four consecutive games here in the Marriott Center. Coach Michelson before the game says, I wish people understood just how tough it is to come in here and win, let alone win one, two, three, or four times in a row. They should make it it. seem tougher than people would realize it. (laughs) Well, Gonzaga has now won 17 of the last 18 WCC championships, 15 of them outright. And they came out right tonight. They had an early lead on BYU. The Cougars battled back, really did well to hang in it, but uh, it was a span it was the span surrounding halftime in which Gonzaga uh, put BYU away. BYU got it to within 40-38 to 38 with 90 seconds to go until halftime. But from that point, the Zags put on a pretty impressive run. It was a 15-5 to 5 run 
that ultimately was decisive. It went to 18-5 to on the run before BYU would answer with a free throw. And uh, the Zags kind of pulled away from there. So that'll do it from now. For now, we'll come back for courtside coverage with uh, coach and player comments. Final score, Gonzaga 79, BYU 65. Here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The final buzzer has sounded. And today's BYU basketball game is complete. Selyus another three. Got it again! Zach Selyus! Time now for Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Exclusive post-game coverage of BYU basketball is brought to you by Provo Land Title. In 1966, we started with a simple goal, service. 50 years later, that goal is now a tradition. Now, let's join your host, Jason Shepard. The regular season comes to an end for the BYU Cougars. They lose at home 79-65 to to the Gonzaga Bulldogs. We'll get to other scores in the WCC and Top 25 College Hoops in just a moment. Let's quickly pause 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. KBYU-FM, HD2, Provo. You're listening to Cougar Sports on BYU Radio. Let's jump right into other West Coast Conference Finals. Number 22, St. Mary's defeated Santa Clara. That game being played in Moraga, 67-40 in favor of the Gales. A little bit of a shock here. LMU hosting the Pacific Tigers. The Lions win by three, 74-71. It was Pepperdine at home defeating the Portland Pilots, 75-64. And the last game in conference uh, that will get underway in roughly two, three minutes has the San San Francisco Dons taking on the San Diego Toreros. Looks like the Cougars will, by the way, will be facing the Toreros in uh, the game on Saturday down at the the Mountain West, the West Coast Conference Tournament at the Orleans Arena. Top 25 action. We will start with the games currently going on. Number 12, Auburn, trailing at Florida. The Gators have a five-point lead at 56-51. to Five minutes to go in that one. Everything else so far that has gotten underway is a final. Number one, Virginia, wins at Pitt 66-37. to In overtime, Creighton upsets number three, Villanova, 89-83. to Duke wins at home over Syracuse, 60-44. to Number eight, Kansas, upsets number six, Texas Tech, 74 74- to 72 SMU hosting number 13 Wichita State the Shockers win on the road 84 to 78 number 15 Clemson defeats Georgia Tech 75 67 number 17 Michigan gets the road win at Maryland 85 to 61 Tennessee wins at Ole Miss 73 to 65 number 21 West Virginia gets the home win over Iowa State 85 to 70 Number 24, Middle Tennessee, defeats UAB 79-54. to And in about 10 minutes, at, in Oregon, in Eugene, number 14, Arizona, on the road taking on the Oregon Ducks. Coming up on the other side, we'll let you know how BYU women's basketball did in their final regular season game at Gonzaga, plus a doubleheader for BYU baseball. And just underway at the Smith Fieldhouse, number 6, BYU hosting Stanford. We'll check in on that game at, as well. Your half, or excuse me, your final score from the Marriott Center. Gonzaga defeats BYU 79-65. We will have more of Cougar Post Game Live next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
Welcome back into Cougar Post Game Live. Gonzaga defeats BYU tonight at the Marriott Center, 79-65. We'll get you back to the Marriott Center for more courtside post game interviews with players and coaches coming up in just a second. Let's let you know what's happening elsewhere in on campus. Number six, BYU hosting Stanford men's volleyball at the Smith Fieldhouse. This one just underway. BYU has a 7-6 lead over the Cardinal. The Cougars won at Stanford on Wednesday. So uh, BYU looking to sweep Stanford. They right now with an updated score of 8-6 in set number one. BYU baseball finishing up a four-game series at Hawaii. They're in game two of a doubleheader in game one. BYU got the victory 4-3, to three, the win going to Hayden Rogers. He's now 2-0 and oh on the season. Game number two, heading to the bottom of the fifth, Hawaii has a 3-1 lead over BYU. Earlier today, BYU women's basketball were on the road at Gonzaga. This one was all Bulldogs. They win going away 62-37. to 37. BYU really struggled Shooting the basketball today, 23% from the floor, 19% from three. Brenna Chase leading the way for BYU with 10 points, 8 points for Malia Nawahine, 7 points for Cassie DeVagere. Let's check in on one NBA game. The Utah Jazz hosting the Dallas Mavericks at Vivint Smart Home Arena tonight. They have reached halftime in Salt Lake City. It is 53-50 in favor of the Utah Jazz. 12 points to lead the way for the Jazz in scoring is Joe Ingles. 9 points for Donovan Mitchell. 7 points for Jay Crowder off the bench. Also in that game, former BYU Cougar Kyle Collinsworth, a member of the Dallas Mavericks, making his pro debut here in the state of Utah. In that first First half, played two minutes, did not score, has one rebound. All right, that is going to do it for Cougar Post Game Live. After the break, we're going to get you back to the Marriott Center for the Cougar Locker Room Show. Your final from Provo, 79-65. Gonzaga defeats the BYU Cougars, and you heard it all right here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Our exclusive post-game coverage continues with the Cougar Locker Room Show. We'll hand off TJ3, post fires. Oh! Brought to you by Mountain Point Medical Center. Our experienced team puts you and your heart health first. Now, let's head back to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Courtside Seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Greg Rubel and Mark Durant courtside as BYU falls to Gonzaga tonight by a score of 79-65. to BYU and Gonzaga end tonight's regular season with both teams headed now to uh, Las Vegas for a WCC tournament play. That is next up, and we'll have Yoli Childs next up with us here courtside as our coverage will continue from the Marriott Center. Gonzaga heads to Vegas as the one seed, and all the seeds are now set. Uh, even uh, if San Diego were to beat San Francisco tonight, it looks like the, uh, the Don's already locked up the four. So... Here's the way it looks uh, as of right now and as of uh, the end of the night because the seeds are set. Gonzaga a 1, St. Mary's a 2, BYU a 3, San Francisco a 4, Pacific a 5, San Diego a 6, Santa Clara the 7, LMU takes the 8 with a win and a Portland loss today. Pilots drop to the 9 and Pepperdine's the 10. Pepperdine defeated Portland today in Marty Wilson's final home game there as the Waves head coach. And so it will be on Saturday, uh, well, in Friday, there will be the uh, the first round games, and you'll see Santa Clara take on Pepperdine, LMU take on Portland. The winner of the 7-10 game between Santa Clara and Pepperdine will take on the two-seed St. Mary's on Saturday. The winner of the 8-9 game 
will take on Gonzaga, the one seed. On Saturday, that's Portland or LMU. So St. Mary's will face either Santa Clara or Pepperdine. Gonzaga will face either Portland or LMU. Then you get to USF and San Francisco playing a 4-5 and BYU-San Diego playing a 3-6. So pretty much know what's going to go down. Now it's a matter of uh, uh, letting it all play out in Las Vegas over those days at the Orleans Arena. And, Mark, it's not too often that BYU goes into Vegas off a loss. They lose here tonight, but of the previous six years in this league, BYU'd won their season ender five times. They were going into Vegas off some momentum, and they'll uh, they'll take a loss into Vegas this time. Yeah, like you said, I mean, uh, Dave Rose usually has a pretty good couple weeks coming into Vegas, and uh, BYU's had some good moments, but they've struggled at times. So we'll see what happens. I think it's almost good for them that they play San Diego, a good team. That'll... Get them ready to go and fired up, and uh, we'll see what happens. Yoli Childs joining us here courtside. Yoli with 19 points and 8 rebounds in 36 minutes of play. Pretty good shooting night, 7 of 14 for Yoli. And Yoli's been shooting it well over a long period of time from the field. Yoli's made 50% or better of his shots in 9 of his last 10 games. Yo joining us. Good Gonzaga team there tonight. You knew that from playing them in Spokane, and uh, you applaud the effort uh, uh, that they put forth to get out of here with a win tonight. It's a good team. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they're very talented and very deep team. You guys were down early, big against Gonzaga, but you've been down early against that team before and rallied back, and, man, you guys made a game of it in the first half. It was pretty inspiring to see the way you guys rallied and got back in this thing. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, it was uh, very positive to see the way that we that we came back. Uh, I wasn't hitting shots. Eli wasn't making a ton of shots, but everybody else kind of picked it up in that first half, and we had a chance to be up, and, you know, if we go into halftime up, who knows where the game goes from there, but... You know, you just got to hats off to Gonzaga. They're a very great team. They're well coached. And, uh, you know, uh, we'll get another shot at them. As Gonzaga was pulling away in the second half, what were you seeing happening or not happening as the, happening as the case may be? Uh, I think they just got in a rhythm. They got in a rhythm where they were hitting shots, and they were getting more easy baskets than we did. And I think it starts on the defensive end. We got to just stick with our principles. There were a lot of times where they were getting easy rolls for dump-offs and uh, fast break points and, I think we just need to be able to limit those easy baskets, and uh, we'll be fine. Well, yo, you came back at the end of the first half. The crowd was as loud as I've heard it. Uh, great crowd again. This uh, they one of the top attendants in, in the West, Yoli. Yeah, maybe, maybe talk about what it means to you as a player to get that kind of support and the encouragement from the crowd. I mean, that's a pretty special thing to play in this arena. No, I mean, it's amazing. Uh, I'm so grateful for all the fans we have. Uh, just shout out to, to all you guys out there. Uh, it's, it's pretty inspiring to see the way you guys root for us and uh, to see how invested you guys are. Uh, it was it's, it's always tough to lose a game like that. And there's a point in the second half where we were down 20. And I looked around and some fans were leaving, but for the most part, everybody stayed here through the end of the game. And uh, uh, we're just really grateful for that and grateful to be able to play for this university. We're visiting with Yoli Childs. We'll come back with some closing comments from Yo as we continue here courtside at the Marriott Center where Gonzaga wins it by a score of 79-65 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Greg Grubel, Mark Durant with you. Marriott Center. We're a sellout crowd tonight. First sellout of the season. Watches Gonzaga secure an outright conference crown. 79-65 over BYU. Yoli Childs, our courtside guest for a minute or two more. So, yo, regular season's done. Man, it kind of flew by to me. It's uh, 31 games in, and uh, you're off to Las Vegas now to take on San Diego in the uh, quarterfinals on Saturday. So it's a nice long week ahead to get right and get ready. What are your thoughts as you head down to Las Vegas? 
and you know, like like you said, it's pretty crazy how fast the season goes by. But I think everyone on our team's excited for the opportunity ahead of us. We know what we have to do, and we know we can just take it one game at a time and uh, make this thing happen. I don't want to get you thinking too much about the end, but you're already halfway through your BYU career, if you can believe that. I know it's crazy. <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> it's been great so far to watch you all. It's really fun for me knowing knowing you from Bingham High, and and you're you're a leader of this team, yo, and. You know, it's you still have chances until there are no more chances, and you got a great chance next week in the conference tournament. What what do you as a leader? How, how do you kind of approach your guys, and what what needs to be done to be successful in the tournament? I mean, we just talk about taking it one game at a time. We know that we can be anybody if we play right and and we do the right things and communicate and play together. We can be anyone, and I think that. Uh, just the way we've been in the locker room, how close this team is, how much these guys love each other, and how much we love playing with each other. I think we can really do this thing. I know uh, a lot of people think it's a long shot, but I don't think anyone on our team thinks that way. I think uh, that we have a very positive mentality, and every single person on our team believes we're going to go out and do this thing and just take it one day at a time, one game at a time, one play at a time. Great mindset. Yoli, good luck in Las Vegas. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right, that's Yoli Childs, our guest. Coach Heath Schroyer, pitch hitting for Dave Rose tonight when we come back to Provo, where BYU falls to Gonzaga, 79-65 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Time to get the final word on today's game from head coach Dave Rose. I'm really proud of our guys. I just think that, uh, you know, you go to the last 80 minutes that we've played and you've seen a lot of fight. It's the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. The Cougar Postgame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain Point Medical Center. Our experienced team puts you and your heart health first. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. And welcome into the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. Sellout crowd of 18,987 watching Gonzaga secure an outright WCC crown tonight with a 79-65 win over BYU. Coach Dave Rose not with us on this postgame. Sitting in for Coach Rose is associate head coach Heath Schroyer. Heath, uh, I wish we'd wel- welcome you in off a win, but that said, yeah. uh, thanks for joining us. I appreciate it. Yeah, Coach has been uh, battling a stomach uh, virus for the last day or so, so... You know, we all just told him, "Hey, go home and get some rest. We got a big week, and uh, so that's why I'm here." Sorry, you got the you got the fill <laughs> no, in. No, we are we are happy. Uh, again, Mark and I are probably uh, two guys that get to go back long enough to to, to know you from your first stint here that's right. at BYU. So it's just like old you're times. You're the president. I'm the vice president of the Heath Schroyer fan club. <laughs> right, right from the get go. So hey, uh, let's uh, first off, a tip of cap, right? That's a good basketball team that beat you tonight. They're really good. I mean, um, you know, they they came out and. Uh, they're not only really talented and really good, but they played really well. Um, you know, you, you kind of have to pick and choose what you're going to take away. And, um, you know, Perkins hit some deep threes and, you know, Tilly hit some shots. And, uh, I mean, they're, they're a very, very good basketball. There's a reason why they're six in the country. BYU's been, you haven't been here for all of them, of course, but BYU's been down to Gonzaga big early and fought back into multiple games historically. Yeah. And it happened again tonight. You're down 14, and that thing's a two-point game approaching halftime. Yeah, and I thought, you know, Eli's three uh, with a you know, minute or so left, you know, kind of rimmed out. Uh, you know, we, we make that, and, and we go up, and, uh, you know, the place is going crazy. Yeah. And, and I think Perkins hit, you know, they, they put Tilly in a, in, a, in a high ball screen with Perkins. We switched you know, late in the clock because we didn't want to give Tilly the uh, the catch-and-shoot three. And, you know, Perkins just backed up and measured it and shot a three off the dribble over Zach, and, and it was a tough shot. You know, um, we I mean, 
if you play the percentages, that's a uh, lower percentage shot than just the catch and shoot three from Tilly. So, you know, we uh, we went with the percentages, and uh, unfortunately on that play, you know, Perkins stepped up and knocked it down. But our guys showed a lot of fight, and um, you know, I thought that you know offensively when we had some good looks early, especially around the rim, thought we were able to turn the corner on some ball screens and and get it down to the block in a short corner. And I think their length just bothered us, and uh, you know, and. You know, but again, they're really good, and uh, you know, I thought we did some decent things, but it just wasn't enough tonight. Well, Heath, you know, BYU is a good team. You got 22 wins. You, yeah. you don't get 22 wins without being a good team. But you are five and five, your last 10. What do you need to do going into conference? You got San Diego, who, you know, you, yeah. they're tough. I mean, they're t- they are. What do you need to kind of get back to to uh, be able to handle those guys and advance in the tournament? Well, I think it gets back to, you know, playing the way that uh, has made us successful and win 22 games. I mean, when you go back and you look at the numbers, when we're able to get, you know, six to seven kills a game, that's three stops in a row, um, we have a chip on our shoulder defensively, and then we execute offensively and take high percentage shots. And, um, you know, we got to really get back to doing that. And we'll we'll put a couple wrinkles in and, um, you know, try to play out of some different advantages and things like that going into the tournament. But... You know, it comes down to, you know, being able to defend the half court and execute in the half court uh, if you're going to win late in March. Not that you'll ever choose a loss over a win, but the fact that USD just did beat you in somewhat recently, uh, yeah. whether it's getting the guy's attention or refocusing guys for the type of team they're playing, uh, it is a recent phenomenon that you just had against USD, and you'd be well prepared because the scout's pretty fresh, sure. the result's pretty fresh. Oh, for sure. I mean, um, you know, they... They really played, uh, you know, played us well down in San Diego. Um, their their size of their guards and their, you know, it's it's they're an interesting team because their guards are big, but their their post guys aren't overly overly big, but they're really skilled. So they play a lot of. Uh, you know, interchangeable parts. They switch a lot of things. They try to put our post guys in isolations at the elbows and things like that. So we're going to have to do a better job of guarding those things. And, you know, and then they obviously switch because of their personnel. They can do a lot of things to, to switch to not give us advantages and things like that. So we're going to have to, you know, spend a couple of days and um, and figure out how to get the ball where we need to get it uh, versus them. Tonight's game for a moment. Uh, TJ had been averaging around 23 a game in his three games against the Zags. Were they paying more attention to him taking him more out of the game plan to hold him down to six tonight. Yeah, they were. And uh, I think they're, you know, they were really physical with TJ, um, you know, and uh, just not letting him get, you know, get easy catches. And, um, you know, it's, it was a tough one. It was a tough night for him. It was a tough night for all of our guys. And, you know, with, when TJ and Eli, you know, struggle, you know, from the perimeter, um, it just it, it just puts more and more pressure on our post guys. But the one bright spot, I think, is I thought Jasheer really came out and played with, you know, really I was so proud of him because he played with great confidence. He knocked down some shots, was able to get to the rim. But, uh, you know, they're a good team. It just wasn't enough tonight, Greg. It was Shear's first game with multiple threes since the Utah Valley game in in late November, and his shot-making early kind of kept BYU where it was manageable and able to make that run. We'll come back with Coach Heath Schroyer's take. We're taking a break as uh, Coach Schroyer sits in for Coach Dave Rose tonight. More with Heath after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
Welcome back to the Marriott Center. Greg Rubel and Mark Durant visiting with BYU Associate Head Coach Heath Schroyer. BYU falls to Gonzaga tonight by a score of 79-65. The Zags have won 17 of the last 18 championships in this league, with 15 of the 17 coming outright. And Coach Schroyer, you've been in a lot of leagues across this country. You know how, just how special what Gonzaga yeah. is doing in this conference. I mean, it, it uh, it's on par with Kansas, you know, to be honest. And, um, you know, I... My, you know, I tip my hat to Gonzaga. I mean, you can make an argument that in the last decade or so, or probably longer, they've been the most dominant team in the West Coast. All the Pac-12s combined. I mean, they they played for national championships, and you know, I mean, uh, you know, you just go down from the you know west of the Mississippi. There's not a program that um, has been as consistently good, um, in my opinion, as Gonzaga. And BYU has had more success than most against Gonzaga, but I think people look at Gonzaga and think. Uh, you know that's where we want to be, and uh, you're, you've kind of been away. You're kind of an objective observer of how things have gone. We talked a little bit of, uh, over the, the break, but what does BYU need to do to be Gonzaga? I mean, that's such a juggernaut for so long, uh, and, and people want to be them. And sure. Anyway, you know what I mean. What, what yeah. are your thoughts? Well, I mean, we talked a little bit about it on the break, you know, more. I, I just think that for for BYU, we have to. You know, we have to get old, and we have to stay old. And I think the most dominant teams, you know, you look at the the Jimmer years. I mean, Jimmer stayed four years, was National Player of the Year. I mean, you look at that team and Jackson Emery. And, and Lee was staying four and years. Lee, and That's yeah. right. I mean, and, and being able to, to get old and stay old. I mean, this is the second year in a row we haven't had a senior. Um, play on senior know, night. Play on senior night. So, um, you know, this is a group that, you know, if we can stay together and keep adding a piece or two here and there and we grow together, that's how, in my opinion, uh, Mark, that BYU is going to be be able to, to get to where everyone wants to go. I mean, it's hard to, you know, to have new guys and, um, you know, and be elite. But, I mean, you think about 13 years to have over 20 wins or an average in whatever it is, 24, 20. I mean, it's, it's a it's – a, it's an unbelievable run of consistency. And I think for us to get back to, you know, to ring in the bell, if you will, um, you know, having a, a core group of guys grow up and, and grow and mature together. And um, I, I think when you look over the the special, special teams that BYU's had, I think that's uh, those are the, those are those guys have, have been around and been together for a long time. Well, Heath, you guys have just gone through a nine-week, 18-game grind. Two games a week, every week for nine straight weeks. Now you'll have a week off for the first time in a long time to kind of resettle before you take on San Diego. What needs to happen in this week to get right for the weekend? Well, I think, you know, we're going to take Sunday, obviously, off. We're going to take Monday off. We'll come back Tuesday. Um, You know, and I think the biggest thing is is to – you know, to kind of find our mojo a little bit, um, you know, get back to, you know, the first day of working on our core of what it is that we are and who we are. And then obviously it's all about preparation from there and, um, you know, and trying to figure out the best way possible to beat San Diego. I mean, because you can't worry about anybody else in tournament time and, until you, you play the first game. So all the uh, emphasis will be on San Diego. They have our full attention. Um, obviously they should because they beat us and played us well in here. It's a tough matchup for us, but um, I'm confident in our guys, and our guys are continuing to get better. And, um, you know, we're going we're gonna to have to play well for uh, for 40 minutes to beat them. Well, after all your years in the Mountain West, here and elsewhere, yeah. along with other leagues, but you just had, a fir- you had your first WCC season. Thoughts on the league after 18 conference games? 
you know, I think the league, obviously, the Gonzaga and uh, and St. Mary's are elite. You know, and 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 like we talked about with with getting old, you look at St. Mary's. I mean, Jock and Nar and those guys have been around four Hermanson. or five years. That's right, they've been around yeah. four or five years together, and that's so. I think this is a really, really well-coached league. Um, you know, Kyle Smith and Lamont and those guys. And, I mean, you can go down the line. I think it's a really, really well-coached league. Um, I think the players are are good. And um, they pe- people run really good stuff. And, you know, the I mean, it, it's I, I am a lot more impressed with it than, uh, than I was when I got here. I knew it was good. But, uh, you know, I think it's especially the, the, the top of this league is really, really good. Well, Heath, uh, good to be with you uh, in this forum. Again, we wish it had come after after a win, but we'll get one of those uh, down the line with you too, I'm sure. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next week. You got it. Thanks, guys. All right, that's Coach Heath Schroyer. We'll come back with uh, the opposing coach's comments. Mark Few after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Gonzaga extends its winning streak to 11 games. They've won 17 of the last 18 games overall. They've won the 17 of the last 18 WCC championships overall. They extend their conference road winning streak to 24 games, nation's longest streak, and I think their overall road winning streak is uh, is nine and counting. Streaks extended as the Zags beat BYU tonight by a score of 79-65. The head coach of the Zags, Mark Few, spoke with the press a short time ago, and intern ta- uh, intern Michael Michael Shreve got these comments from Coach Few just a few moments ago. Yeah, that was a, just a great win, a really a complete game for us, especially uh, the way we played defense in the second half. Uh, and that's a really, really good offensive team with, you know, those, those top three or a handful, and they keep a head coach up at night, an opposing head coach, and, and to hold them to seven field goals in the second half is, a, is about as good as you could possibly hope for. And then all the while, I thought uh, Perk managed a great game at the point, and uh, we took care of the ball, which is, you know, when we do that, our usually our offense has been pretty good, and it was good tonight. We were making shots and, and spreading it around, and uh, so it was just a complete game. Nice from hitting threes, and then you have the inside to, to back. Yeah, and you know, J3 wasn't 100%. You know, I mean, he twisted his ankle pretty good. Uh, uh, the other night, it kind of blew up a little bit and was sore. And he's just such a warrior, man. He was—he had some baskets early that kind of felt, kind of got things under control in this building because this building can really get rocking. And and uh, it's just such an, a great college basketball environment that we felt like we kept the crowd and them at bay, even though they, they made a couple good runs. Speaking of your defense, specifically in the second half, it seemed you were switching a lot of ball screens, all ball screens. Is that something you saw on film or at halftime? Uh, I mean, we've done that a lot this year, especially when, especially when we go with that big lineup of ours. That's kind of what we like to do. So, uh, yeah, that's nothing new, but, you know, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't work. I thought today it, it, it uh, helped us because, you know, uh, Bryant's so good when he gets going downhill that, uh, uh, you know, he's a handful. And, and uh, uh, he didn't play as good up at our place, but I knew he was going to play good down here. And then we, you know, we did, elected to play Yoli one-on-one in there, which isn't easy. He's a he's a stud, and him and three kind of battled it out, but uh, you know, I think he ended up taking some tough shots. So. Were you hoping to get Jesse some time here? And... I mean, we got him, you know, we got him in, so <laughs> number one, we are trying to win the game. And then, you know, we did our best, yeah. Yeah, I got him in the first half, I got him in the second half, so. What has he shown so far? Oh, he's just a great 
kid who, you know, he comes into a tough spot. I hadn't played basketball for a while. He's got some seniors at the guard spot and some talented guys that, you know, in front of him, and he's still kind of figuring it out. And, and uh, you know, but wonderful guy, wonderful teammate, high character, highest character, and uh, it's been great to have him. All right, that's uh, Coach Mark Few of the Gonzaga Bulldogs. Coach Few tonight picking up his 530th career victory. Just the amazing numbers uh, Gonzaga has compiled and continues to compile are certainly among the very best in the game of college basketball. And when you consider the kind of company Coach Few and the Zags have with teams like uh, Duke and Kansas and very few others in terms of win streaks, etc., you really have to appreciate and applaud what they do on a yearly basis. And it is, a uh, again, a worthy objective to knock that team off the perch here in the West Coast Conference, a quest that will uh, continue for another year next season as BYU starts another WCC campaign. This one ends... The regular season, at least, tonight with a 79-65 loss to the Zags. BYU now 22-9 overall. They finish league play 11-7. Next up, WCC tournament play. It'll be a quarterfinal next Saturday against San Diego. 1 o'clock Las Vegas time, 2 o'clock Mountain time with a 1 o'clock Mountain time pregame. The Cougs and the Toreros, a rematch from just uh, two games ago. Back on February 17th in San Diego, the Toreros defeated BYU by 13 on that night, 75-62. BYU won the first game here in Provo, 74-58. The rubber match comes up one week from today. That's going to do it for today and tonight's broadcast. Our appreciation to Cougar Nation listeners wherever you were or are this evening. Our thanks to Carter Malloy, our control board operator, to Mike Tingle, our network manager, to Dave Shook, our coordinating producer, to Cole Wissinger, our BYU broadcasting control board operator, to Jason Shepard, our studio host, to Russ Larson, our statistician, to Barrett Henderson, Gonzaga's basketball media relations director, to Kyle Chilton, BYU's basketball media relations director, to our interns, Tanner Wilkinson and Michael Shreve, for my color commentary colleague, Mark Durant. My name is Greg Rubel. Thanking you for tuning in once again, saying in the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU Basketball. Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good night and so long from Provo, Utah.